sometimes I get a good feeling, yeah. Yeah, I get a feeling that I never, 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 never had before. You're the girl with the dead family? Yeah. yeah. And you sing. Interesting. Something's got a hold on me here. What are you doing next year? Working with my family. Let me tell you now, I've got a feeling. I feel so strange. Everything about me seems to have changed. I've been coaching for Berkeley College of Music. I can help you get a scholarship. Hello and welcome to this What Do You Want to Watch spoiler cast for the latest film to come to Apple TV Plus, Coda. I'm Ashley Hobley. Joining me today, Dylan Blight. Hello. Happy to be here to talk about the Sundance award-winning film. Yep. Uh, so please be aware we'll be freely discussing anything and everything about the pop themes and ending of the film. So if you can watch to come back later, like I just said, it's on Apple TV Plus, uh, which you can get, you know, six. if you've got a PlayStation 5, you can get six months free subscription. Just by signing in. It's pretty great. So with that said, let's jump to our discussion of Coda, uh, directed by Sean Hedder. Uh, screenplay by Sean Hedder, based on Le- La Famille Billière, uh by Eric Latigau, Eric Victoria Bidos, Stantelas Carre de Malberg, and Thomas Bidegan, starring Amelia Jones, Eugene Debez, uh, Troy Costa, Fredia, Fredia Walsh-Pilo, Jane Durant and Marley Madeline. Ruby is the only hearing member of a deaf family from Gloucester, from Gloucester, Massachusetts. At 17, she works mornings before school to help her parents and brother keep their fishing business afloat. But in joining her high school's choir club, Ruby finds herself drawn to both her duet partner and her latent passion for singing. Uh, yeah, so Dylan, like you said, this obviously debuted at Sundance earlier this year taking home the U.S. Grand Jury Prize, U.S. Dramatic Audience Award, and Special Jury Ensemble Cast Award, as well as getting director Sean Hedder, Best Director in the U.S. Dramatic Section. Uh, a lot of buzz about this. Obviously picked up by Apple for a festival record, $25 million. Dylan, what did you think of the film? It was really good. Um, it's the year's, I guess it's this year's feel-good movie. Like that's it's it's not a negative to say, but everything plays out kind of as you expect. But it's just it kind of it it's just one of these movies that comes along and does the feel good formula like well enough that even though it's kind of predictable, the performances are all really good, and it's you know it doesn't feel like it's dumbed down to be trying to be too feel good or whatever. Like there is enough, I don't know, realness here and i guess it has an added element of um covering a um what do you call it like a a family dilemma family dynamic or whatever that isn't 
particularly covered in films, yep. I guess. Um, that's definitely, um, adds an, adds an element to it where you haven't seen that in, well, I've definitely haven't seen a movie where it's covering like a, a child dealing with whether the rest of a family's death before or, um, or anything like that. Not something, and that's, I, I definitely don't know, I don't know anyone, don't have friends that are, you know, so, so, I was like, so it definitely has that part there. Um, and yeah, I mean, it is mostly sort of paint by numbers feel good, but I guess the, the theme characters and everything else feels fresh enough. You know, it's, it's not like if you make a feel good movie about a, uh, a dog that dies and then everyone mourns it and then they get a puppy and everyone like names it snowball too. And you're like, I've seen this movie like 20 fucking times at this point. You know what I mean? Like, it's just that sort of, it's not the feel good that you feel like you've seen a lot. So um, it's really good. Um, em- Emilia Jones is really, really good in that. It took me like 10 minutes of watching the movie, but I was like, oh, she's the girl from that fucking- From Lock and Key. That Netf- that's it. <laughs> I was like 10 minutes in, I was like doing that thing. You know when you're watching a movie and you're like, fucking, mm. ah, Lock and Key. You know, like, <laughs> it's yeah. just like sitting there forever. It like took until she took her hat off or something. I was like, wait, I recognize you. Um, yeah. I, I really enjoy it. Shot well and everything like that kind of has this, uh, what, that, I don't know what you call it. What would you call Fishing town look or what? Actually, yeah, it's like, now that you, know, you mentioned that, I had the exact same thing, but with uh, Freda from Sing Street. I was like halfway through the movie. I'm like, oh my God, that's the kid from Sing Street. <laughs> <laughs> Another feel good movie. So, yeah. There you go. Uh, but no, I, I really enjoyed it. I don't feel like it's like substantially, you know, it's it's not trying to be this overly dramatic movie that tells this like really dire story about people getting fucked over in a fishing industry, even though that's like part of it. It's, you know, like that's there, but it doesn't go that. It, it is meant to be a feel good movie and it does its job and it succeeds. And by the end of it, I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, like you said, it's it it it's a story we've seen told before, uh, elements we've seen before, but just the way it's delivered, obviously with a unique vision, like a unique perspective, um, and just excellent work across the board amongst the cast. Um, yeah, it was just really feel good. I'll admit, got teary eyed towards the end. You know, it. I don't know how you couldn't get like emotional. Like, I feel like it's such a unique and likable family unit. Um, sure, there like there are elements that I wish they could have explored more. Like, um, obviously, like why is this family unit like completely cut off from everybody else? Like, why? I'm sure they could if they wanted to. They could have like involved themselves the community more and i've seen a fair bit of some a few mentions of like criticism of that that kind of stuff about uh the portrayal of like deaf people and like them being so meek i guess but you know that could just be how that family is i, I don't think you can go um and say you know every every deaf person just be very activist and like want everybody to treat them the same as everybody else like some people can just be happy with their situation i guess um but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I think, again, we really liked Amelia Jones and Lock and Key. I think she's like one of the standout elements of that show. She, she like, was, I believe, the part where it was like the best person in the show, yeah. Yes, and she's pretty great here. Um, 
I feel obviously she's learned ASL of over like I think I read the nine months before shooting, but just the delivery of the conversations in it is like so unique and like Natural. how much character you can add to just that sign language that I guess as hearing people we just it you can add the same character that you can add to your voice and tone and that kind of stuff through that through your body language and your how you deliver those words and that kind of stuff like that conversation with her mum uh in her bedroom where she her mum says like she was scared that she was could I think she was a bad mother and she tells her she is a bad mother for a bunch of other reasons this is the way she delivers that line is like pretty memorable for me but yeah um all the singing stuff I mean she's got a good voice and that kind of stuff I mean it's pretty cool and it builds to a good climax for like a feel-good movie um yeah, I, I yeah, it it it's hard not to like it. I think no, um, it'd be I'd, I'd find it very hard to believe when someone watched this and didn't like it. I mean, you may I guess you can walk around. I, I think there's people who are a bit maybe a bit more jaded. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> or, know. Like, hoping for something a bit more unique and special, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm sure, you've got no soul. <laughs> I don't know. The other thing, I wish they could have done more with the brother. I feel like he might have been the one that was kind of underserviced a bit. Like, yeah, I mean, a lot. He, of he has that big argument with her, and it never kind of gets resolved really well. You know, yeah. he has that element of resentment towards her for like being the one that the parents rely on all the time, mm. even though it was the elder brother. I think it was. Yeah. It's sort of the one negative is like the ending sort of just rushes through. Yeah. You know? Like she does that big song and that's the f- finale. It's a montage. And, and, yeah. then, and then it's like montage of everything's fine. But I'll still like. So the, they're hiring someone, yeah. I guess. And then the brother, is he getting his wish? Is he helping out more? Or are they now relying on the person they're hiring to be on the boat to also help them? in the warehouse like the you know like there's still a lot of questions but by the end of the movie it's like all right the whole movie was about her yeah less so than the 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 family i mean not that that was a secret because it focused on her choosing between you know family and future or like that balance or whatever to follow her dreams and stuff so Mm. but it still does that thing where at the end it's like and all these other sort of subplots and things (laughs) credits it's like give a touch on it you know Which is always a disappointing thing, but, you know, that's just how it is. Like, is the parents' sex life still good? Are they chafing? Yeah. Like, what's going on I mean, there? Whatever came back to life. Well, they, they really paid that off, didn't they? You know? They set it up. They set up the joke at the start with their jock itch. Yeah. You know? And then saying they can't go two weeks, and then, you know, they're going at it. Yeah. She's like, I like, that's, but that was another thing, like, how good, like, she does delivering the, um, uh, as, the ASL and like tying it all in and all that stuff because just the the way her face looks when she's like forever you know like just delivers <laughs> to like forever and the parents face of like whatever and then she like sort of eye rolls and it was like two weeks you know like it's a little the little <laughs> things I think yeah definitely and that scene where you know the parents are Banging after up. after that and he explains that she hopes he's wearing a condom like the, that uh, night yeah the uh, the the acting, the charades almost desk uh, of him, like 
playing a helmet and then full on. Yeah, that that was one of the funniest moments I think in the movie. Actually, it's just the just the, the, that other dude's what's his face that actor's face as he's sitting there on the, on the couch, old Sing Street mate, um, like <laughs> sitting there and um, just the the full arm just going on and like the helmet. I was like, is this for real? <laughs> So, like full on acting get out, like yeah, tying yeah. up the condom yeah. at the Yeah. It's funny. Just uh, didn't need to add that bit, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was quite good. It was funny. Uh so if you don't didn't know the the, the three obviously the three uh deaf members of the family are p- portrayed by deaf actors. Uh, notably uh of course Marley Madeline, who won Academy Award back in nineteen eighty six for Children of a Lesser God. I think they were really great, like across the board. Uh, I don't don't think the other the two male um, two men, uh, uh, Daniel Durant and uh, Troy Kotzer. I don't think they'd be done like any big films before this. But I thought they were like, obviously, we love that scene. And I thought the brother was very good as well. So yeah, that yeah. I think the the dad stands out. So Troy, Troy Kotzer or whatever stands out the most because he's quite funny in it uh, for a lot of it just his delivery and, and stuff like that. But then it's also when he has that sort of intimate scene um, with her singing the song. Plus I think he really like in when she's doing the play and just his subtle look of, you know, him looking around the room and try, you can, you can sense him like, yeah. you can sense him coming to the conclusion that he's going to come to and all because of the way he's playing out that scene. So he does quite a good job there. And, um, and then the brother, the brother doesn't get as much to work with because as we discussed, he, his like sort of narrative and everything else is kind of thrown to the side out of most of the characters. But um, between that bar fight and stuff like that, you do get a, a sense for like what is upsetting him and driving yeah. him. So yeah, I feel like he, he wasn't a problem. Also the film just didn't have enough time to allow him to, to, to fully explore his own character. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I also really like the, the music teacher. Uh, Mr. V, um, you know, techno, like, really abrasive, but, you know, just what she needed. <laughs> I thought it was, yeah, it was, it was quite charming and that kind of stuff. So. It was a very stereotypical music teacher from these sorts yeah. of movies, though, wasn't he? Like, yeah. they're always, like, the... Harsh. Harsh, but they really want to help really you. Like, it was, help, it, was yeah. that, it was really that sort of character. So, yeah. Both really enjoyed it. Anything else you want to mention? Do you reckon we'll be talking about this film later in the year? Like, or early next year when we're talking? I mean, possibly. It's, I mean, go on the short list for sure. I mean, is, it's, is it going to get the not metal like glove? No, I'm not going to get there. But I mean, I think, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be an award, like, uh, like mainstream award buzz, because mm. I just don't know where it falls into the. Like it's a drama comedy music music film, like so, mm. like that ain't gonna get no Academy love. It could potentially get Golden Globe, I guess. If they comedy, happen. yeah. If they happen, if that's a thing, like that's the only place I could see it potentially getting nominated for anything. Um, but I mean, Splashnetwork.com awards could get nominated for something. Maybe we'll see. We have we have more categories than these other shitty award shows, you know? <laughs> right? So. Yeah, we'll just invent categories to give things to stuff. Well, we're adding more this year, so spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let us know what you thought of Coda on Apple TV Plus by going to explosion.com slash Twitter and letting us know on Twitter, or you can jump to Discord at explosion.com 
slash Discord. Uh, if you want help us out here at What Do You Want to Watch, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser, or tell people about the show and all the spoiler casts and regular episodes that we do all every week. Now we've got something coming out. Uh, if you liked this episode and thought it was worth a dollar, head on over to our Kofi page, explosionnetwork.com slash support. Every little bit of helps to keep the lights and servers running here at explosionnetwork.com. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, keep watching stuff like this. You will be required to have a hearing individual on board at all times. with you for the rest of my life. I've never done anything without my family before.